I'm Jerry Ann Savelle, and I want to welcome you to the show today. You know, last week we started talking about faith and patience working hand in hand. And if you missed that show last week, I want to encourage you to go back and watch it so you can catch up with us today. There's so much information that I want to get out, and I'm going to try to do it as quickly as possible. But you know, to stay in faith, to walk this faith walk out, you're going to have to have patience. You know, my dad has been talking all year on the faithful shall flourish. Well, in faithfulness, you have to stay patient. Let me give you the definition of patience. It says, the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. We have to settle in our hearts and in our minds that no matter what, no matter what, we are not getting off our faith, we are not quitting, we are not quitters, that we're gonna stay in faith, and as we stay in faith, then patience is working itself out in us. Colossians tells us to clothe ourselves in patience. Clothe ourselves in patience. You're gonna have to get up every day when you don't see anything changing in the natural. Your circumstances are staying the same, but you're gonna have to put on that patience coat. You're gonna have to clothe yourself in patience and believe that God is a God of his word, that he cannot lie, and that whatever he's promised you, that it will happen in your life. But you're gonna have to walk it out and walk it in patience. Listen to this. It says, patience is not the ability to wait. It's how I act while I'm waiting. Your attitude is everything, everything while you're waiting. Have you ever seen Christians walking around with sour attitudes, upset, stressed out, but they're trusting God? I don't want to look like that. If I'm trusting God, then I want to have a smile on my face and confidence in my heart that I know that my God will do what he said he will do. So your attitude right now determines everything. You know, people are watching you. They're watching how you're acting while you're going through this trial right now. You say you're trusting God, but you're over here stressed out. You say you're believing God, but you're trying to work something out on your own. That's what impatience does. It causes us to get frustrated and upset and trying to figure out life on our own. And like I always say, this girl don't make good decisions without Jesus. I don't know about you, but I need Jesus every step of the way. I don't want to try to figure out my life on my own. I've done that. It doesn't work. So get back on track and let God in his timing. We know the scripture, Galatians 6, 6 9. It says that in due season, there is a due season. If you don't faint, if you don't get weary, there is a due season. I'm telling you, there's a set time and a due season and a breakthrough coming, but you stay faith, faithful and patient. They go hand in hand, faithfulness and patience. Listen to this quote Joyce Meyer says. She says, waiting is a fact of life. We actually spend more time waiting than we do receiving. Our attitude and actions during the wait determine whether we enjoy the trip and also help determine the length of the wait. Did you know that you can have joy while you're waiting? You can have joy. And that joy comes from an assurance that God is faithful, that he's faithful to you. He's faithful to what he's promised will happen in your life. 
that you can have joy in your life. You can have a confidence that he'll do what he said he'll do. You know, my dad, when my dad tells me something, when he says, Jerry, I'm going to do this for you, I have a confidence in my dad's word. I don't question him. I don't ask him when he's going to do it. How long is it going to take? Why is it taking you so long, dad? No, I believe my dad's word. I have confidence in him. So I don't worry about it. I don't stress about it. Whatever it is, if my dad said he's going to do it, I trust that he's going to do it. And that's the same way with your heavenly father. His word is full of promises for you. Trust him. That's all faith is, is just simply believing God in his word. And then you walk it out every single day of your life. You stay expectant, you stay hopeful, and you stay patient that your breakthrough is coming, that your Ephesians 3.20 is coming in your life. You have to settle in your heart that I will wait as long as I have to. I will wait as long as I have to, and my attitude will be one of joy. My, my attitude will be one of confidence because I believe God and I believe His Word for me. Listen to Hebrews 6, 11, and 12. This is the Amplified Bible. It's a little lengthy, but you know what? I've found out in my life that the only thing that works is the Word of God. And I give you lots of scripture because that's what works, is when you get in the Word and you find out what the Word says, it's going to work. But you know what? You have to get in it for it to work. So let me read this to you. Hebrews 6, 11, Amplified. But we do strongly and earnestly desire for each of you to show the same diligence and sincerity all the way through and realizing and enjoying the full assurance and development of your hope until the end. That's patience until the end. In order that you may not grow disinterested and become spiritual sluggards, but imitators behaving as do those who through faith by their leaning of the entire personality on God in Christ in absolute trust and confidence in His power, wisdom, and goodness. And here, listen to this. And by the practice of patient endurance and waiting are now inheriting the promises. The Amplified says the practice of patient endurance. It's going to take practice every single day. Hey, did you play an instrument when you were a kid and you had to practice every single day, every single day, every single day, and it wasn't fun? Well, that's patience. You practice it every single day, every single day. Sounds a lot like, to me, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You know, you never arrive. You never get to the place where you don't have to practice patience. You never get to the place where you don't have to hear the Word of God. It's something you repeatedly do every single day of your life. And for me, I cannot go one day. I catch myself going with my thought life, getting over here, trying to figure it out on my own. It's when I stay in the Word, I'm steady in the Word, I'm practicing patience, then my faith grows, it develops, and then I have the ability to draw on the patience that the Holy Spirit has already given me. And I can walk this thing out in a confidence and a joyfulness with a good attitude that God is in control. Jerry's not in control. You're not in control. That God is in control and he's working this out. 
but we stay patient and faithful. I'm going to say it over and over. Steadfastness, patience, and faith, they go hand in hand. Practice is a repeated exercise. It's something you do every single day. Even though we have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us and part of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is patience, it's something that you've got to practice. It's something you've got to draw on and you've got to pull out of you. I wish it just happened, but you've got to pull it out. You've got to practice it every single day. Colossians 1.11, the New Living Translation says, We also pray that you will be strengthened with all His glorious power so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy. He says that you have the glorious patience to have all the endurance and all the patience that you need with joy. You can have patience and joy at the same time. You can really, really experience joy in the waiting period. The awesome part about that is you're not figuring this out on your own, that there's an assurance of what God's going to do, and you can have joy in the process and joy the journey. Enjoy the journey. Don't be stressed out on this journey of faith, but enjoy the journey. Get up every day and put that patience on. Get up, put it on, and walk this faith walk out. Endurance and patience, they go hand in hand. You have to have patience and faith at the same time. Listen to this scripture, Psalms 37, 7, the Amplified. It says, be still and rest in the Lord. Wait for Him and patiently lean yourself upon Him. I like that word rest. That means I don't have to figure this out. Rest and put yourself, put your, lean yourself on Him. Put your trust in Him. It says, rest, be still, wait for Him, and patiently lean yourself upon Him. Doesn't that sound wonderful that you can just rest? Now, rest is not getting off your faith and doing nothing. But again, it goes back to what I said earlier. Faith is a confidence in God and His Word. So you're resting in that fact. You're resting in the fact that you don't have to figure it out, that you be patient along the way. You don't have to stress. You don't have to keep asking God when, why, You just rest in the fact that he's going to do what he said he'll do. That's the ultimate rest to me. Listen to James 5, 7 and 8 in the Amplified. It says, so be patient, brethren, as you wait till the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits expectantly for the precious harvest from the land. See how he keeps up his patient vigil over it until he receives the early and late rains. So you also must be patient. Establish your hearts. To establish your heart just simply means to fix your heart on that. There's also a word in there It said to be patient and vigil. That's something you're, you're overseeing it. You're looking over it. The farmer is vigilant watching his seed. You know, it would be ridiculous for a farmer to plant seed and then the next day go out and look at the seed and get mad because it didn't happen the next day, that he didn't have a harvest the next day. Yet we do that many times. We get mad at God by the end of the week because it hasn't happened. 
I went to church, I gave in the offering and nothing's happening. No, it's a patient vigil. It's something you're doing every single day that you're being patient, but you've established in your heart that it will come. It will come. I promise you it will come, but you have to be patient. You have to wait, but wait with an expectancy that it is coming. When you plant a garden, you're not expecting that harvest the very next day. So why do you get mad at God when it hadn't happened the very next day? It's a patient day by day by day walking this out and then watching the fruition of what you believe God for come to pass in your life. It works when you do it, but you have to stay patient. Every one of us have a due season in our life. Every one of us have a set time in our life. Whatever you're going through right now in your life, there is an end to this. You're right in the middle of it right now, but there's an end to this. But the enemy wants you to get upset, frustrated, compromise, start doing flesh-led decisions, and then delay comes. And you don't want any delays in your life. You don't want to compromise in your life. You want to stay steadfast and faithful and believe in his word that it's going to come, that there is a set time for you. There is a due season for what you're going through. You know, it's like, to me, when I think of that, a due season, I think of my babies. I've had six babies. I have five boys and one girl. And they give you a due date. And for those nine, ten months, you are waiting for that date. You're expected. But you know what? Those first few months, you cannot see anything happening. You look exactly the same. Nothing's really going on. I'm not one of those that had morning sickness. So I was totally the same. Nothing was different. I could not tell. But you know what? Something was happening on the inside of my body. I couldn't see it. But you know what? I didn't get mad the next day that my baby wasn't here. Because there was a set time, a due time, and I knew I could look at that date and know that one day I'm going to be holding my baby. And that's the same with what you're doing right now. God has a set time, a due date for the end of this thing, but you got to stay faithful and stay patient. And you know what? Six times I've gone through that, and I've watched my body develop and get ready and then eventually I was holding my baby. And that's what I'm telling you today, that if you don't give up, you don't quit, then you will have that breakthrough in your life. You will be holding that baby, that miracle, that manifestation, whatever it is you're believing God for, that you can say, look what my faith did. Faith and patience go hand in hand, but you can't get weary, you can't give up because there is a due season. All of us have it, but the enemy doesn't want you to get there. He wants you to quit, give up, and never reach your final destination. Don't give him that power in your life. Don't give him that power. Just stay faithful and steady. You know this scripture, I've said it, Galatians 6, 9. This is the Amplified. It says, and let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint and acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season, you have an appointed season, you will reap. If you do not loosen and relax your courage and faint. So I'm telling you today, friend, do not faint. Do not get weary. 
and don't try to figure this thing out on your own. Just stay faithful to God and he'll be faithful to you. Listen to this. This is uh, the Passion Translation. This is Psalms 37, 34. And it says, don't give up. Actually, it's 37, 14. It says, don't give up. Don't be impatient. Be entwined as one with the Lord. Be brave and courageous and never lose hope. Yes, keep on waiting for he will never disappoint you. God will never disappoint you, but you have to wait. You have to stay in faith and watch it come to pass. There is a right time. There is a right time. Do not compromise. Whatever you're going through right now, don't get over into your flesh and begin to compromise. Just wait for God's perfect timing for whatever it is you're going through right now. Hebrews 6, 8 says, 18 says it's impossible for God to lie. For he has a promise, he has a vow, and his word will never change. It's impossible for God to lie. That's what you stand on, is that God cannot lie. You know, my dad, the other day I was talking to him, I would gotten an email from someone, and this lady sent me this email on what she was going through, and you know, I'm reading this, and it's just, it's dire situation what she's been in. She's been in a lot, and you know, she's telling me everything she's doing, and I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, I don't even have the words. I don't even know what to say to tell her to do. It was such a hard situation, and I felt like she's doing everything right. Lord, why is this happening? So I talked to my dad, and I said, Dad, what do you tell someone when they're doing everything they know to do? And Daddy said that he learned from Kenneth Copeland, who learned from Will Roberts, that you always go back to the very last word that God gave you and make sure that you're doing exactly what he told you to do. And when I started to think about that in my own life, I thought, wow, yeah, there's been times I've kind of sort of did what he told me to do, kind of halfway did it. But no, it's a 100% commitment. So whatever it is, I ask you right now to just, in your prayer time, just pray. And just, if you don't remember what it was, just ask the Holy Spirit to recall what it was that the Lord told you to do. And to get back on track doing what you need to do. And get back on that and watch God break those things off in your life. It'll happen. I promise you it'll happen. When you see faith in full operation, then patience is working its maximum. When you see faith in full operation, then faith is working its maximum. Listen to Hebrews 10, 23, the passion. It says, cling tightly to the hope that lives within us, knowing that God always keeps his promises. That goes back to our assurance. That's where our attitude is one of joy and one of confidence, where we can stay in faith because we know that God always keeps his promises. Listen to this quote I found. It says, patience is trusting God's timing, not yours. You will keep getting it wrong if you refuse to wait on God. You'll keep getting it wrong if you refuse to wait on God. There is a due season. Leviticus 26, 4 says, I will give you rain in due season. I'm telling you, friend, 
There is a due season. You don't have to worry. You don't have to stress. You don't have to get upset. You just wait on God and you just rest. You just rest in his promises. Let me read this one. It says, um, Psalms 41 in the Amplified. It says, I wait patiently and expectantly for the Lord. And he inclined to me and heard my cry. But I love this in the Passion Translation. I can so relate to this when I read it. It said, I waited and I waited and I waited some more, patiently knowing God would come through for me. You may be there right now waiting and waiting and waiting, but change your attitude, put your confidence on, put your smile on, and know that God will come through for you. Listen to this one, Colossians 1.11. We pray that you may be invigorated and strengthened with all power according to the might of his glory to exercise every kind of endurance and patience and perseverance and forbearance with joy, with joy. You know, that's what I do as I get in the word when I start feeling overwhelmed and I start trying to figure it out, I start finding these scriptures and I start reading them out loud and it just begins to pull that patience out of me and it begins to strengthen me in faith. So that's what I encourage you is these scriptures I'm giving you today, write them down and you go read them for yourself and you begin confessing them over you. James 5, 7, we must be patient and filled with the expectation as we wait for the appearing of the Lord. You have to be filled with the expectation because it's coming. I promise you it's coming. Stay patient and stay in faith. Your breakthrough is coming. Watch this announcement. We'll be right back in just a few moments. I'm Ryan. And I'm Tanya. And we're the flowers. And this is our partner story. In 2009, we moved from Redmond, Oregon to Fort Worth, Texas to start our family. We quickly became pregnant and we're very excited to have our first child. Unfortunately, we did lose that baby, but we had great support from our pastors at Heritage of Faith Christian Center. Right. And then while in service, one time when Dr. Seville was speaking at Heritage of Faith, um, he talked about sowing a significant seed. And so we sowed this a great piece of baby furniture that was that was going to be perfect, but we knew in our hearts that we needed to sew um, into another couple that was expecting a baby. We got pregnant again, and we had a beautifully healthy, perfect pregnancy. We welcomed Lucas into our family. About four years later, we began to start believing for, for more children, and we had four consecutive miscarriages within one year. Uh, we went to the doctors trying to find out exactly what was wrong in the natural so that we could, like Dr. Seville says in his book, Prayer Petition, it would give our faith a target so we could physically speak to the hormone levels and all the changes that had to happen in your body. There were a lot of times where it felt just impossible. We felt like giving up, but then at church, I found Dr. Seville's book called The Battle Destined to Win, and that book inspired and encouraged me so much just to, just to keep standing, to just, just keep plugging away 
Um, anything he says in there, when you get to the end of your rope, tie a knot and hold on. And that's kind of what we did. We got pregnant a fifth time. And when we went to the doctor, we found out we were having twins. We were really taken back and overwhelmed by God's goodness. And he really surprised us with two little ones. When I first saw that it was twins and through this twins pregnancy, I wasn't feeling physically, you know, what Tanya was going through. So the devil tried to come at me with fear thoughts of, oh, now it's twins. You were planning for one baby. Now you're going to have two. How are you going to be able to support this family that's going to now like triple in size? How are we going to afford all this different stuff? So we continued to stand for God's provision, so much so that by the time the babies actually came, we'd been blessed above and beyond so that we had diapers and wipes to last two babies for a whole year. We were excited to welcome Wyatt and Timothy into our family. They were perfectly healthy, had a perfect delivery. Because of the faithful partners at Jerry Seville Ministries, we were able to use these resources to build our faith and believe God for our family. Hebrews 6.12 says, Be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. In the powerful CD teaching, Faith and Patience, Jerry Ann Savelle shares on two of the key principles it takes to see God's plan for your life come to pass. If you develop faith and patience, you will inherit all the promises of God. Many people misunderstand how faith works or how to make it grow. In the revealing book, The Nature of Faith, Jerry Savelle gives an in-depth study on what faith is and how to live a life of faith. In its pages, you will discover how faith grows and decreases, how to determine your level of faith, how to see through the eyes of faith, and how your faith can move mountains. By understanding faith and how to use it, you can experience the life God created you to live. Don't wait any longer. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request this powerful combo, including the CD teaching Faith and Patience by Jerry Ann Savelle and The Nature of Faith by Jerry Savelle. Discover the keys to faith and patience today. Hey, I want to encourage you to go to the website right now and order this package that we're offering. Today is my last day to be talking about faith and patience, but I can go home with you and you can listen in your car. Um, it's called Faith and Patience. It's a message I did at Eagle Mountain Church this year at their women's ministry. And it's just going in more detail about what we've talked about today. So I encourage you, get this CD. Along with this package is a book my dad did called The Nature of Faith. And it's such a powerful little book. It's easy to read, but it's just full of scripture and it's full of just encouraging word on faith. So I encourage you, go on the website right now and order this. Hey, listen, I was just going through some of these testimonies that we received here at the ministry. Listen to this one. It says, my husband and I were faced with a $15,000 tax payment from an inheritance. On the last day we could appeal the penalty, the tax law was changed and we did not have to pay. God is so good. Listen to this one. We sowed a thousand seed into JSMI and within two weeks, we had a new customer for our business that brought us $38,000 in our business in just three months. Glory be to God for his faithfulness and for Jerry Savelle Ministries. I wanna encourage you, if you'd like to be a partner with our ministry, go to our website right now. We'd love to include you in our family. I trust that these messages have been a blessing to you. And I just believe that you're gonna get so stirred up on the inside to put your faith and your patience together and know that they go hand in hand. And when you stay faithful, 
the faithful will flourish and that God will do everything He said He will do in your life when you stay faithful to Him. Have a great day and God bless you.